I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Cheruby. The cherry blossoms are beloved in Japan. Every year, for a matter of weeks, these trees bloom with clouds of pink or white petals. Parks are carefully filled with the trees, and there's a festival atmosphere as folks turn out in great numbers to sit beneath the trees enjoying picnics. The TV weather report tracks the blossoming as it travels northwards with the rising spring temperatures. It's all very beautiful and exciting. And working all year to maintain the trees, only to enjoy a brief week of relaxation, is pretty representative of the average Japanese lifestyle. The cherry blossom, or sakura, has a lot more symbolic meaning. An emblem of the country as a whole, Japanese art, philosophy, and religion is transfixed by the transience of life. Like the cherry blossoms, life is more beautiful because it is so brief. This samurai obsession with death led to the most beautiful poetry and also the most heinous acts. And also the cherry blossoms arrival earlier and earlier in recent decades, after being consistent for a millennium beforehand, is a clear portent of global warming. Cheruby steps into these millennia of art and context as the cherry Pokemon. It is number 420, and a grass type. Cheruby is a little round pink fruit, with the distinctive second fruit growing from its stalk. The main fruit has a face and little feet, but the second fruit also has a vestigial little face. It really looks like Pokemon number 420 if you look at that face. Pokemon Diamond tells us, The small ball holds the nutrients needed for evolution. Apparently, it is very sweet and tasty. And Platinum tells us, the small ball is not only full of nutrients, it is also tasty. Starly tried to peck it off. And finally Sword tells us, It nimbly dashes about to avoid getting pecked by bird Pokemon, that would love to make off with its small, nutrient-rich storage ball. The name Cheruby combines cherry and the ruby shade of red, but also incorporates Cherubic, the descriptor for the cute little angels you'll see in Renaissance art. The Japanese name is Cherinbo, combining the English cherry and the Japanese Sakurambo. Welcome back to Does Andy Remember Gen 4 Pokemon? And if so, does he have any thoughts about them? Cheruby. That is probably a cherry. It is a little cherry, yeah. Yeah, I bet it falls out of a tree. I'm sure it can. Yep. Um, and... I think cherries are one of the better fruits. Cherry, like a strawberry, is a hit and miss fruit to me. Really? That is a surprise. I would argue that there's no such thing as a bad cherry, but maybe I've just had the right cherries. Because, uh, yeah, sweet cherry is great, but sometimes you get like kind of a sour cherry. Oh no! See, I think if you're having a fresh, nice cherry, I I, I can enjoy a sour one. I think I think that's it. If you if you get a bad strawberry, it's flavourless, and that is that is not fun. Um, whereas a cherry, I think I'm, I'm not sure I can identify a really bad cherry. Even the particularly bitter ones have a little bit of a difference. I would say the one thing that cherries do have as a problem are um, like the mascherano cherries or whatever. Like I'm not a fan of that syrupy ass cherry. That is a bad time uh, um, fruit. Just a little, like a little half of one on top of a cake is fine. No, no, get it out of my sight. Uh, cherries are a pure fruit. We do not mess with cherries. Pokemon Pearl tells us, Sunlight colours it red. 
when the small ball is drained of nutrients, it shrivels to herald evolution. The cherry trees generally found around Japan, for the purpose of enjoying their blossoms, aren't actually bred for edible fruits, rather for their beautiful appearance. But Cheruby proves it can do both when, at level 25, it evolves into Cherin. When we first meet Cherin, it is in its overcast form. Like a teenager with an emo haircut, closed purple petals cover almost its entire body, with just some little feet and eyes peering out at the bottom. Most of the time, a Cherin will be in this form, and it is a pure grass type with mediocre stats. Pokemon Shield tells us, Its folded petals are pretty tough. Bird Pokemon can peck at them all they want, and Cherim won't be bothered at all. While Legends Arceus tells us, Motionless, save for the occasional quiver. A rich array of Pokemon can be found gravid around it, drawn by the scent exuded from Cherim's folded petals. However, this is not all there is to Cherim. As Pokemon Sword hints, As a bud, it barely moves. It sits still, placidly waiting for sunlight to appear. In bright sunshine, Cherim takes on its sunshine form. The Pokemon opens up and it resembles a fully blossomed sakura flower. Pink petals spread like the rays of the sun. A joyful yellow face celebrates the sunshine, and in this form, Cherim takes a boost to its attack and special defense, and also boosts those stats for its teammates. Pokemon Diamond tells us, it blooms during times of strong sunlight. It tries to make up for everything it endured as a bud. And Pearl tells us, It is docile as a bud, but turns cheerful when it blooms. It folds back into a bud if sunlight wanes. In the earlier games, the only way to see Sunshine Form is to have a Cherim active in battle. More recently, in Pokemon Legends Arceus, Cherim could be seen in the overworld in its Sunshine Form, if the weather were sunny. Meanwhile, in Pokemon Go, Cherim will appear in one form or the other dependent on the real-world weather, and stay in that form after it is caught. The name Cherim, which is the same in Japanese and English, simply combines cherry with blossom. As Pokemon Sword tells us, After absorbing plenty of sunlight, Cherim takes this form. It's full of energy, while it's like this, and its liveliness will go on until sundown. Of course, this level of activity is an exaggeration, but there are flowers which open and close with the sunlight, or move themselves towards the sunlight to absorb the maximum possible rays. When we observe plants and trees, we see them as inanimate, but at their own place they do move and react, and even communicate with one another. Music for Luclos Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. The music you've heard for this final section is the classic Japanese song, Sakura, as played by my friend James Christie on the traditional shakuhachi instrument. Artwork for the podcast is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhays. And funding is provided by lovely listeners at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius, where you can hear episodes a little early and find links to the other shows me and my friends create. To hear more about the secret lives of plants, check out our James Cameron month on Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, where we're getting deep into Avatar and beyond. I love it when you guys get in touch. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, and let me know your thoughts about our next monsters, Shellos and Drifloon, or share your thoughts for any Pokémon. Pokémon Scarlet and Violet are with us, so Sundays we have bonus episodes about the Pokémon of the Paldea region. 
And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Cheruby. And remember, I love you too.